Welcome to the Victory Art Podcast. Here, we bring together industry experts and inspiring artists from Central and Eastern Europe to give you a glimpse into the art world. for joining us uh, for another Art Talk episode again. My name is Melissa, for those who don't know me yet, and um, it's been a while for me, uh, so I'm really excited for today's episode, and especially excited for our guest today. And so, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you feeling? Thank you as well for the opportunity. Uh, I'm feeling great. And uh, like, like we talked, this is a new experience for me doing the podcast, so I'm looking forward to how it's going to go. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I'm really glad to hear that you're doing well. I know we have the whole pandemic going on, so at least you're healthy and you're fine. So um, I'm looking forward to our chat today. <laughs> also, I got to be really honest with you. Uh, I couldn't sleep the entire night because, because I was so excited to talk to you today. <laughs> <laughs> I was, the, the entire night I was thinking if I should add more questions and I was thinking if I have personal questions as well, you know, so uh, really cool. Just um, to tell you, I slept well, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, at least one of us did. <laughs> yeah. um, I also, uh, for me personally speaking, uh, we have a lot of amazing artists and talented artists from Victory Art. Yep. Uh, you guys can always, you know, check out their art pieces on our website, uh, victoryart.eu. Um, they have really, really cool art pieces. But for me personally speaking, I think, Anzo, your uh, paintings, uh, especially the style of paintings, uh, is probably my favorite so far. Especially because I'm honored for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, it also kind of gives me Alice in Wonderland vibes in some pieces. <laughs> it was really cool. Just to expand your right, just just to spark your imagination. That, that's that's the whole point of it. Just wow, it's it's really, really cool. Glad to hear that. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, for everyone who's listening right now, Anzo, could you introduce yourself? Could you tell me? A little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, what you like, anything what you want to tell us. So, okay, I'm, I'm Anjo. Uh, nice to meet you all. <laughs> um, I'm from Slovenia. I'm currently living with my fiance in, in Vienna, where I work in a, in a art shop and slash whenever I have free time and, and all my personal time I, I try to create. Um, I think I'm a person from many interests. That's why my, my paintings are so colorful, so uh, emotional impact and so many stuff is happening because I'm always watching some documentaries. I'm always reading. Uh, I'm fascinated, like I said, with mo most of things that's going around us because I think in every aspect and in everything, you can find something that applies to you. Um, and what I think helps me also a lot is whenever I'm talking and whenever I hear something, I don't know what's happening in my brain, but everything turns instantly into an image. So many times this is a, this is a plus thing, but sometimes it's, a, it's, it's, it's a, not that quite, but it depends on the conversation. <laughs> um, so that's kind of a, the, the thing. Um, 
I also you you said also that like the professional. So uh, I'm I'm also that kind of a person when we have a meeting or when we have a doing business. I like punctuality, so people are on time. I like being focused, and so this is the best thing. Kind of when you come together, be be on time and be focused, and we're gonna do a lot of things. And this is how I mo- mostly uh, work do in my life. And uh, yeah. I prefer clear messages, no bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I can. I can absolutely relate to that. Um, I also think it has uh, quite a lot of impact on the culture, though. I must say, because I'm from Germany, and I do also uh, prefer people that are on time and that are focused while working. So, uh, for those that cannot relate to this, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool to know. It is. Uh, and you, I also read that you were born on a farm and you were raised there as well. Yeah. Um, how, how did you discover your passion for art? The thing is, when I was little, you always think I always had to help and I always had to work. Especially um, before school, it was never a heart. Yeah, if I didn't, I was a child. But as long as I could help, I helped. And... Um, when when you were little, I was always thinking, oh man, why why I was born here, always working, always that. But eventually, you figure out, I'm I'm grateful to this day and probably home life that I did got raised up on a farm because it gave me a a, a great perspective on on depth. I I always say when I moved to the city, city expand expand my horizon, but the nature uh, has its deepness more connection and that's that's how i i discovered the art uh maybe sounds funny to vegetable and to animals because each individual each animal each uh, vegetable has its uh, powerful contrast powerful colors so all those colors mixing up together kind of uh, always made my creative urges and i can remember from early on Whenever I had a stick or a pencil or anything, I was just drawing. And people kind of saw this and just started giving me giving me all sorts of things and I would just create. And that's how I kind of uh, got the, the, my art was born and the passion. That's really cool. I mean, you got to be really creative. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if I see vegetable in my kitchen, I just see vegetables. <laughs> I don't see anything more than that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's like really impressive that you have the creative mindset and to see more than it is, you know? It's really cool. Wow. <laughs> I really admire those people, actually. I really think uh, you guys have the ability to see more of what we have in this world. Than just, you know, for example, me, I'm just passing by things and I don't even see meaning behind it, you know? But you see things in, in, in other ways that I would prefer. So <laughs> thank God we're, we're different and each of us all ex- expect where you're, where you're best. That's true. That's true. Always stay positive. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see, uh, you know, for those who are not creative, just like me, we still have, we still have hope, I guess. <laughs> But you did create, you, you're like, yeah, like I said, you create questions, you create something else. and True, true. That is true. Exactly. I, I should be more proud of myself. You're a great speaker. <laughs> so so that, that's also 
a big plus. Thank you so much. That's so nice to hear. And also, um, I was also wondering, was there someone, you know, like an idol or artist you looked up to or something that had an impact on you becoming an artist? Um, me becoming an artist uh, was, was like that. Like I said before, I was, it's a funny story in a way, I think. Um, when I was growing up, we have in Slovenia, we had the, uh, the, the pills, the cash pills. We're always like in other countries, famous people, famous uh, artists, painters and that stuff. And I, I helped a lot and people would just pay me in a small versions. And on those small bills, because I was five, six, seven years old, there was always some famous Slovenian painter from history. And I was kind of, okay, I love art. I love what I'm doing. And if I get paid to do that, like they did, gave me, gave me hope that uh, you can actually do something with the art. But yeah, you had to work hard and be always constant. But the people that made an impact, uh, my predecessor, how do you say it? I was always looking up to Da Vinci or Dali, so, so, or Rembrandt, some of those big names, but not, not mainstreamly, because, you know, the, those are the first artists to pop up, but actually studying them and what they've gone through and how their life was and uh, how many hours and thousands of hours and what they all discovered and how much um, pressure they give on the self, that what pushed me forwards and... This, that's why I like to uh, look up to these guys. It's a really, really special and unique geniuses in, in the history. Indeed, I agree with you. And it's really interesting to know. Also, uh, did your like surrounding, like your, your, your for example, family, uh, especially when you were little and you, when you discovered your passion for art and, and decided to become an artist, uh, did your uh, family also support you? Because, you know, there is this saying that artists are just you know it's not an official job it's more as a, a, a like a hobby and people don't take it seriously so i was curious how did your family respond to that honestly i'm gonna say like that when you're little everybody's supporting you because yeah it's, it's a nice thought but eventually when you're growing up when the numbers of your years are stanking up people are starting are you serious you're gonna do and in that point, you just gotta say the F word to yourself <laughs> and, and just do it. Because I, I, in, uh, um, I'm talk probably early on, uh, in the, uh, later on, yeah. There was a time in my life that I wasn't so focused on the art, but we, we'll get to that point. Um, they always. Yeah, like I said, when I was little, they did support it, but they also saw that I was determined because uh, when I was seven years old, I can remember uh, we, we were the last time we painted our, my room. And then I said, that it's it, that, that's it. From now on, I'm painting my own room. And I didn't meant like I'm going to just every time the whole, the whole room. But no, I started creating, I don't know, Bugs Bunny and Tom and Jerry and all those characters on the walls and like in the 16, 16th chapel, I was just <laughs> drawing on, on the, on the wow. how do you say, the top, yeah, top of the room. So, and every time somebody pissed me off, 
like, when you when you're a kid, something pisses you off. I was immediately grabbing the, the palette, the colors, and just something put it on the wall to just really. This is my way of expressing. So if everything bubbles up, then you put, then you open the ventil for, and then the art just goes out, and you'll feel relaxed then. Wow! So art is actually like healing for you, and and kind of uh, a way to communicate. Everything is, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's so cool. If, I'm always saying, people are always saying to me, why do you not make more of your art? Why do you not talk about my art? I'm just that kind of a person. I always put everything on my art. So if you want to really know me, just 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 watch my painting, just make a discovery from it. And, you, and you'll know where am I at that base and that uh, in the life, that stage. So. Yeah, I mean, your art is definitely uh, delivering that information successfully because when I uh, <laughs> checked out your art like a while ago, I actually, you know, it's the first time I'm meeting you, but I had the feeling of you being a really bubbly and, and, and talkative person, you know, like a really cool and relaxed person. And I think that's, uh, it's really nice that you can actually communicate that through your paintings. It's like that. When I work, I'm a total introvert. I, I like to be focused. I don't know, need nobody. I like my own company, my own peace and quiet. But then the next day, I like to be, I don't know, surrounded with people talking. And it's just all the time. Yeah, I I, uh, I can relate to that. <laughs> I might think I'm, I'm the same person. I just don't paint. But I, I can relate to, you know, being... Uh, focus on one thing and then just, you know, spending time with friends separately. Yeah. But that alone time is really important. I can agree to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, your your art pieces, as you said in the beginning, you said that uh, it's really colorful and a lot is going on, <laughs> especially, I don't know if I mentioned that, but there is one art piece that I really, really like um it's called choose wisely it's like i don't know how you wise, yeah. with these poker cards are those poker cards yeah okay well i've never played poker Supposed before to be. Supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> uh, i really like that one it's um for everyone who's listening right now it's a painting an acrylic painting uh with the colors red white and black and i think black. yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a blue and a blue eye. Yeah, and it's it's basically it's like a, a bunch of poker cards. Uh, it's it looks really cool. So uh, check it out. I I I bet you will love it as much as I do. Um, so I was I really interested. Yeah. Sorry if I got, if I don't know if you realize if you see the painting, I tried to make a spiral, so it's kind of a circle with the with the cards. So the cards are not just spontaneously painted. But if you see, there, there's a kind of a spherical thing going on. Yeah, it looks really cool. You can also, on our website, you can move the picture. And it looks like the picture is moving as well. I mean, the painting, you know what I mean? It's really cool. Yeah. So please, guys, check it out. It's really cool. And it's still available. It's not sold yeah. out yet. So yeah. <laughs> maybe and I it's only original. <laughs> it's only original. I don't, I don't do prints because... I think everything's unique and I, I, everything that I do is unique and I'm striving to uniqueness. So one piece, that's it. Exactly, guys. The one who comes first uh, is the lucky one. So <laughs> check it out as long as you can. Um, yeah, so um, regarding your paintings, do they tell a story or do you want to deliver a specific 
feeling with those or do you just you know start painting without anything in mind and then you just see what will end up uh like it's, it's like that for the for the big paintings i don't like to waste uh materials or something for the big paintings i make a sketch i do a research I, I do everything as you see from for, i i don't know if you see now just uh, the black uh, sky but yeah it's all kind of sorts of stuff from the pyramids to desert to wine to the city ocean everything is here that but you cannot see uh so for the big like, like i said yeah for the big ones i know what i'm gonna do but with the smaller versions I don't know, 30, 40, this stuff. This on those I make uh, new styles and try to, to learn something and try out something new. And many times on those smaller ones, yeah, I just someday, yeah, I feel something and I start. And many times I decide myself, I'm just gonna paint something. But then I left it, I don't know, two, three days, and then something up uh, pops up and I uh, add something to it. And on the end, yeah, it's again comes everything together and has a meaning in it because if if i'm honestly talking um i like to see and i respect the artists who really put the work in it it just is not just something splashed on it but it's really that you can see it's focus you can see it's a hard work uh, he taught something he really took the time and respect the art and that's what I would like. I would like to show with my art. I respect the art as a craft, as a, as a medium, as everything. And I don't want to waste and just create too many of bullshit. I just appreciate the art, and that's that's kind of the, a message between the lines. Yeah, I was really uh, because uh, your paintings. There's a lot of uh, things going on like a lot of details and you know i sometimes for someone especially for someone who's not uh professional in the art field you know who's just passing by art pieces it seems like they're just you know splashing paintings on the yeah. on the on the canva and it just ends up being a five thousand dollar uh painting you know yeah. so i was wondering uh did it happen or did you actually have a meaning by uh you know behind those paintings yeah so it's really cool to know um uh also because you know personally speaking i think that uh the artist is always putting uh his own emotions in it yeah. but for us as the viewers it's like we sometimes receive different feelings you know what i mean we see a different story going on we see different feelings going on so uh exactly exactly on the end of the day, that's, yeah really cool and, if, if, um, I, if, if i can if i can add it the 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 paintings should be kind of a conversation starter because mm -hmm. there are many topics from philosophy to history to future to animals i don't know everything and it's uh, about the starting conversation so if two, me two people meeting in front of the painting in a gallery, like hopefully soon it's gonna happen, then you can really start talking and maybe you meet something new because of the painting, hopefully. Exactly, Exa I mean, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, really true though, I really agree with that. Um, another point, this is not related to, maybe it is related, I don't know, but uh seems not related to the paintings uh but really interesting for me because i'm also really interested in asia 
and uh, in Asian language, but I think I never really had the motivation to actually stick to the language and learn it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I read that you studied Chinese and I was fascinated because it's so hard to study. <laughs> uh, why did you study Chinese? Uh, I like to challenge myself a lot. Uh, but okay, it, it was not a challenge. It was uh, when I when I was little, like I said, all those documentaries and and uh, those kind of things. When you heard about the Asian and especially the Japanese and China and those kind of areas, it uh, fascinated me. The tradition, the the food is there, the people, the culture, everything come together. And then we saw with my brother. I was also like really young. The amazing panda adventure or something. It was a it was a film, a family movie for made for for kids. I don't know, and really made a huge impact. And then I had a opportunity to go to China actually for a month in 2013, and I learned there more Chinese in one month than I did in two years in college. So I, when I came back, just left the college because I don't want to waste the money money and everything. Just, I went in my own version, but, um, the, the, the Chinese culture and I was, when I was there also, I like the wet. I know it's funny, but I like the weather. It's, it's most of the time it's cloudy and I'm, I'm drawn to cloudy weather because I think, when it's cloudy and gray, you can think it's mystical. If, if there's rain, okay, it's, people just cuddle up. If there's sunny, you're full of energy. But when it's cloudy, I think it's mystical. You can really sit down, you can enjoy, you can make something. And I think uh, that's why I, I was so drawn, d- driven to, to, to study this. Uh, I, I, did, I did some study, but uh, yeah. Not as well as should be. <laughs> well, uh, I, I agree with the weather thing, actually. Uh, I prefer rainy weather, you know, having candles and, and a book and stuff like that. Uh, it's, it's way more calm yeah. than a sunny day because then I feel forced to go out and enjoy the sun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, some people just don't understand. I actually got... Um, uh, I used to, like, people used to call me depressed because I like rainy weather over sunny weather, but it's actually way more calming, guys. You should experience that. You should buy a candle, lighten up the candle, and then read a book or something when it's rainy. <laughs> exactly. It's just, you can connect to yourself, I think, more and more personally. Exactly. And also, uh, did you, like, you, you went to China, you said, in 2013. Yeah. Um, did you, can, or can you still imagine doing something professional in, in Asia, as in, like, as an artist or whatever? Right now, I'm, uh, uh, I don't have nothing planned, but eventually, hopefully, I'm, I don't know how, but somehow uh, I could have an exhibition in that part of Asia uh, so mainly I want to do exhibitions. I want to connect with people. I want to share my art. I want to share my views and really just to connect. And I don't know what's going to come up with it because every time when I do some kind of exhibition, I like to have a, how do you say, project beneath it. So everything for a good cause. So hopefully something will turn up in, in, or in the next years and exhibition or some kind of a project doing. 
Well, that would that would be cool actually. If uh, I was actually planning on being in Asia for a while in the next coming years, so if you should have an exhibition, I will definitely go. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> but if, if you, I just want to say this: if you really have the opportunity to go there, just go because you're gonna be blown away. Uh, I, I didn't know what to expect, and you see only from the movies and that, and from the books and from magazines. But when you're there you get a cultural shock but in, in a good way it's it was it was really 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 uh changed my life for the better yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for that actually so i'm glad to uh to hear that you have some experience already and that you can share that experience with us yeah um especially for those that are listening at the moment and are also planning on um you know maybe there are big new artists uh listening at the moment and they're also thinking about uh doing something in asia so i think it's always cool to talk about those things i think it can really it doesn't matter in which kind of art if you're a musician or if you're an artist or if you're a photographer anything creative just go there is you're going to be blown by it in positive ways exactly and i also think it's uh, really good to get some more new inspiration right for the work yeah. It's, it's always definitely you see so many variety different things and aspects that you have never seen before this it's it's gotta be some kind of a spark exactly exactly and uh sometimes even people can be inspiring right so if you see yeah. if you meet new people uh in a different country with a different culture so uh maybe that will even uh inspire you as well so definitely try that out uh, i'm also like uh yeah I have a huge fear of flights, <laughs> but I'm still going to Asia. So you guys better go <laughs> as well. <laughs> you just gotta do it. Just. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, did you uh, also uh, think about teaching? Ever thought about giving lessons, art lessons, or you know, even uh, a seminar in in art school? Uh. I cannot lie that it didn't pop into my head, but I think I'm not there yet mm -hmm. to make actually help. I'm gonna do something because I think I have, I, I think I'm near 700 paintings or so, but I still think, uh, not that it's not the right time, I think I still need more experiences to teach actually and to say, I guess. Like I said, be professional and really have good content. And I think uh, I'm, I'm satisfied with myself and what I do, but I'm not sure if I can have, if I have enough to pass it on. But I, I did teach. I mean, it was not a teaching thing. Uh, in a, in a, I was working on a school with kids with special needs. Uh, there was a thing that uh, at the time I had a firm for filming and video. video with my friend and some of the uh, some school hired us to come there to be with the kids to show them how it's done and then few months after i had an exhibition in in, uh, in 2016 and um, and the entrance to the exhibition was that you need to put a mark on it there was in front of the entrance there was a blank canvas with uh, with colors with brushes and you as a visitor came and you need to put a mark on it and then you can enter the exhibition. And on the end, we sold that for, I think, 90 euros or so, made an auction. And I, pay, and I bought uh, pencils and colors and papers and everything for creating and went back to that school 
to give that to, to those kids. And then the teacher came and said, if I would like to come every 14 days to, uh, to create to them and maybe teach them something. But I didn't want to go as a, their formally to teach. I just, every 14 days, uh, we would use a different medium and I would just listen to them and see where the mindset and the, you, you can hear some really interesting things about those kids and when they really, uh, how, how do you say, uh, not intense, they were really relaxed and they were connecting with me and I think they taught me more as I did them. So great experience. That's so nice, actually. I think it's uh, for someone who who's learning about art and who wants to become an artist. It's always nice to have someone who you can look up to or someone who can at least uh, share their own experience and tips and tricks. You know, I think that's really important, uh, especially especially in art or anything that is, uh, you know, music or theater or whatever. Uh, it's it's um, you say, for example, you're not sure if you can give them what they expect from you, but uh, even the smallest tips you can give them uh, could yeah. be a big inspiration for them, right? So, <laughs> if I, yeah. yeah, and I think you're a really talkative person, so maybe you should consider that, actually. <laughs> I am a talkative person, but when it comes to the teaching, I think then, then, then the, the anxiety and everything comes in, and, but yeah. I did have some experiences and, and eventually if you do it more and more and more, you get, get comfortable. So I'll consider something about that in the future. Yeah, I can totally see you doing that, actually. I can totally see that. <laughs> I am unfortunately not able to participate in those classes, but uh, looking forward to hearing from, the, uh, from those classes. We'll see what comes out of it. <laughs> Do you also do anything besides artists, besides being an artist? Like any other work or is it a full-time job? Um, I'm gonna say like that. I could go on and on how, what all of the jobs I had in my life to get to the point. Uh, I was, in, in a way, I was also an archaeologist. How do you say it? A what? Archaeologist. The history of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know the position by myself. <laughs> what are, what is it? What is it for a job field? Uh, archaeologist. But uh, you excavate the, the small pieces from history. Oh, wait. I think... Wait, are we yeah, talking I, about I'm, I'm not pronouncing it right now. Yet. It's, it's, I, I should <laughs> left it like, like it is. But yeah. <laughs> I've done really, really a great amount of work, but all my life I was also, it was always art and there was also selling the vegetables. Because like I said, I grew up on a farm with vegetables and every weekend still when I was, I was living in Ljubljana for like seven, seven years. And that was 150 kilometers away from my hometown. And every Saturday I'll still go for the weekend home to help my father to sell vegetables. So. It was always this, but now when I moved to Vienna, now I just work in a, in an art shop where I frame frame works and uh, help customers to decide on which hospital and which colors and really to make their art good. And this is now the best job that I have in in my life because I'm really twenty four seven in in my art. But when I'm not 
at the at the firm I'm creating and as, as try as much as I can. So this that that made an impact on me, especially the last job, because I, I think I learned more about my art and art in general more in one year than I did my whole past past life. Yeah, um, I I'm just you know. I mean, you basically did two things at the same time because you, you created art, but you also worked. Yeah. Did that, did that affect you somehow? Because, you know, people sometimes can't... Um, how do you say that? Uh, how do you say that? Like balance both, you know what yeah. I mean? That's, that's always a hard thing to balance because uh, I, had, I had a 366 project this year, the third one, but the first one was really the most impactful. I started in 2017, <clears throat> and I, it was just like that. I started one day painting a painting, a small 24 uh, 18 centimeters. So, <clears throat> and I did the first day, and the second day, and the third day, and the fourth day, and the fifth day, I saw a pattern, and I said, okay, I'm going to do the entire year, the whole day. So that was a that was a hard thing to balance because I had three different jobs. Uh, I was living a bit in Ljubljana, living home a bit in my hometown, and all, to getting on with friends and everything to balance. But I managed it. It was hard, as I'm not gonna say what. Uh, but I managed it every day for 366 days to make art and every day to, to post a painting, um, and that really showed me that this is the only thing I want to do in my life. So everything that I do, I balance it like so that in the end of the day, it was for the art. So it I, I doesn't matter if I had to work at the, in a job for 12 or 14 hours, at the end of the day, I still had to paint something to, you know, get something off my chest. How cool. So like, for everyone who's listening at the moment, uh, you can hear, right? So as long as you're passionate enough, as long as you are dedicated enough, uh, it's possible. I mean, we have a living uh, example here. <laughs> so I'm just going to say that. Uh, it's a bit cliche, but I told this to many people. Uh, doesn't matter what you do. Just make, just make a 366 project for one year. And if you really... Up to it. I don't know if you write a write a sentence a day. I, if, if you're a photographer, make a photo a day, something each day, and you will see in few months if you really want this to do the whole life or you want to switch to something new. It's just just the first project should be for for realizing if you if you're up for the test. Cool, cool. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, those are amazing tips, by the way, for everyone who's listening at the moment. Uh, I believe that especially art lovers, art collectors, uh, and artists are mostly the ones who are uh, listening at the moment. So anything you said, I really hope that they took some notes. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you can just replay the podcast. <laughs> so really, really cool tips. Um, well, for today, we reached the end. Uh, I have some amazing questions for you. I actually added some from myself. I like the questions. Thank you, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, last night I had some time since I couldn't sleep. I was, you know, thinking if I could add some questions. Um, but I'm happy that we uh, got the chance to talk. And I'm really glad that you um, were able to share your own experience and your tips uh, with the audience. Um, 
And for the... Hopefully something will happen. Exactly. Um, and for those who are listening, uh, you should definitely make sure to check uh, Answers Art Pieces. Again, you can check them on our website, victoryart.eu. Uh, um, check them out. They're amazing. My favorite one is still available. I don't think I will be financially uh, you know, uh, able to buy it at the moment. But if you're able to buy it, have fun with it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining today. It was really nice. I think I was more excited than you were. Um, but I was just, <laughs> <laughs> I was just really happy. But, but thank you very much, Melissa, for, for the opportunity, for the great questions. I really enjoyed them. And, yeah, like I said, it was, it was a nice experience. And hopefully we can do this uh, in, again in the future. Hopefully, hopefully. I really, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, having a chat with you again, obviously. It was amazing. I had a lot of fun. And um, I'm also looking forward to your, you know, possible exhibition in Asia. <laughs> I will definitely be and there. First, firstly, let's make it in Europe, but okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> oh, good. Um, great. So, everyone... Thank you so much for joining today. I hope you had as much fun as we did today. Um, I hope you had, uh, you know, the opportunity to get some more tricks and, and, and uh, experiences from other artists. Um, and I really, really hope to have you here with me next time again. Have an amazing day. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who's listening and uh, enjoy your art.